Welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast channel, working with communities, staff and partners to provide positive outcomes. And welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast. My name is Martin Webster. I'm the Workforce Development Manager. And today we are meeting the teams in children's services. And I'm delighted to be joined by the children with disabilities team. We'll be asking them about the team, how they got involved in this kind of work and about the role in general. So we're just going to start off with some introductions. So we'll start with Heidi. Hello, everyone. I'm Heidi and I'm the team manager. Thank you. And Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm the senior practitioner in the team. Fabulous. And Lisa. Hi, I'm Lisa. I'm a newly qualified social worker in the team. Brilliant. So we'll just start with some really simple questions. And my first one is for Heidi. Can you tell us who are your team and what do you do? In our team, we've got myself, a team manager, Sarah, who you've already met, um, our senior practitioner. And then we have five social workers who are full time. Lisa's one of those. And we have one part time social worker who works for three days. So our team work with disabled children and we assess the, the child's needs. We apply our team's eligibility at the end of that assessment. We provide carer assessments and then where children are eligible, we plan um, and we develop a plan which is called the Child in Need Plan. For disabled children, we also call them a Child with Disability Child in Need Plan. We implement the, the services from that plan. We monitor them, we review, and then we reapply our team eligibility. The team have an eligibility criteria because we work on a strengths-based perspective with children and their and young people and their families to look at what disabled children and young people can do rather than a deficit model of what they can't do. So once we work out the strengths of a child and young person, and that family, we can look at what are the unmet needs at the end of that and whether those unmet needs provide eligibility for paid services from our team. Um, as well as the working around that model, we also, any safeguarding issues and concerns that come in for the children open to us, we manage those. Those safeguarding concerns can lead to strategy meetings, Section 47s, which is a, an assessment around that safeguarding need. It could potentially go to uh, initial child protection conference, child, a review child protection conference. We could um, you know, end up in court proceedings. Um, we could have PLO, which is the process before proceedings. We work with children who are looked after by the local authority for a variety of reasons, sometimes through those proceedings and sometimes working with families who need um, that break um, around looked after as well. We work with mental capacity assessments, so we um, assess the capacity of a, of a young person 16 and above who may lack capacity to make decisions for themselves in, in particular areas. We also work um, and contribute towards mental health tribunals um, where we do mental capacity assessments and somebody lacks capacity. We work around deprivation of liberties, court of protection, inherent jurisdiction um, and the section 117 which is part of the mental health sections 
that, that support young people with aftercare planning. We also do a great deal of work on preparation for adulthood, supporting young people to be as independent as they possibly can in you know, in preparation for them turning 18 when they would potentially either be open to adult services or or not have kind of eligible needs there. And the team also provide social care advice to, to our colleagues within the SEND team for any child going through an education, health and care assessment that doesn't have an allocated social worker. So that's an additional role that we take on in the team, which is quite um, a significant one and we've provided social care advice over the last um, five years I believe for in excess of 300 plus children. Amazing. That's just a massive kind of <laughs> just list a of little all bit. of the things. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting as well because I'm one of the things that really stuck out to me there was um, the bit you talked about in terms of strength-based work because I think sometimes the I guess probably the understanding that people have is when you're working with children and young people with a disability, it's always kind of the the deficit side of things and the things that they can't do and stuff. And I guess that your team really focuses on um, changing that narrative a little bit to make sure it's all about kind of the strengths and the positive sides of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. And in relation to disability, we, you know, we're trying to kind of make things equal, make access equal, make opportunities equal. And, you know, there's often people assume that you've got a disability, therefore you need a service or you need a social worker from the children with disabilities team. And in actual fact, that can disable young people and children further than their actual condition or, or disability that they have. And if you work with somebody strengths then that's always a good starting point because it's what can you do and how can we support that if we need to support that to build those strengths and then extend those strengths into other areas and you know other other situations so we've you know we've worked with that um uh, on that basis for many many years more formally around about 2011 um but we have done that since um, i've been in the team since 2001 so we've always looked at what a young person and child can do rather than you know rather than look at what somebody can't do and that's such a positive kind of outlook isn't it because i guess that's um very enabling in some ways but it also kind of looks at, the, at keeping our young people being as independent as possible so that, that's a, a brilliant kind of outlook from the team and really strength-based fantastic work thanks Heidi um, I'm going to move on to Sarah and just ask the question really who do you work with Sarah who are the people that you work with and I guess that could include obviously the families that you work with but also I suppose some of the the partner organizations that you work mm-hmm. with too yeah, yeah. So um, we work with children and young people um, who have a diagnosed disability, and that's both learning and physical disabilities. And that's from the age of four to age 17. Uh, children under age of four who have a disability, they can be referred to our early help team. And that's via the children's initial advice team for support in relation to their disability. And that's because children age four, all young children usually require a high level of care and support at that age and supervision from the parents. And that's what young people usually get at the age four and under. So our our criteria goes from four to 17. Uh, The children and young people we work with must have complex needs. 
and that's in addition to any behavioural problems that they may have. So that might include um, a young person who has um, ADHD or ADD. So we do not support um, young people with ADHD. And this is because there's other specialist services available to meet these needs. So example, CAMS, who, who can support young people with a diagnosis of ADHD. Children to be eligible in our services, they must have additional needs and that must impact significantly on their ability to enjoy like an ordinary day-to-day activities and a greater level of support to meet their needs than would usually be required of a child of that age. And that's where Heidi mentioned before the eligibility criteria, and that's when that comes in as part of our assessments and we we apply our eligibility criteria. So we work across a wide area, including supporting children and people who are looked after children, um, children on child protection plans, children in need, um, children in need because of their disability, and also uh, young people with mental health diagnosis, um, where Heidi's mentioned again, Section 117 of the Mental Health Act. We work closely with our special educational needs and disabilities colleagues, so they're known as SEND, and participating in EHCP reviews. And we also work with colleagues like across everybody in the children's services do with health, CAMS, school, police, doctors, consultants, physiotherapists, occupational therapists, speech and language therapists, legal and other voluntary organisations. So, for example, DAD, Daisy Chain, Parent Carer Forum or Young Carers. And that's to ensure all the families that we're working with have holistic support, which is really in, it's really crucial when working with young children, children, young people with such complex needs. Great. I mean, it sounds like a real kind of multi-agency, whole service, whole team sort of approach to things. And I suppose that's that's what's needed when you're dealing with those complexities of need for those children and young people. It's making sure that you've got the right people around the table that are supporting that child and that family um, to get the best out of their life and to live their best lives. And I know for, for a fact, that's that's definitely what you guys do in the team. So that's brilliant. Thanks very much, Sarah. Okay. Um, I suppose a question for all of you before we move on to a question for Lisa as well is um, how did you get involved in this type of work? What was your kind of what was your journey and, and how did you get here? I'll go first. Um, so it's Heidi. I got into working within this team, as I said, in 2001. I was the parent of a disabled child who was born in 1993 and sadly passed away in 97. I'd learned a great deal about disability, about those strength-based perspectives, about what was needed from that side of the fence. And I'd learned about what was positive for me as a parent and what wasn't as positive. And I wanted to be involved in making those positive changes and making some um, you know, changes to the things that were less positive. So my journey brought me into the team as an unqualified social worker and through my time in the team over the last almost 22 years, I was unqualified as a social worker. I was a social work assistant, a welfare assistant, a specialist welfare assistant, a specialist child support officer. I was seconded to university to do my degree. I came I stayed work-based while I did my degree, so I remained in the team working, remained in Darlington, did six months in the then childcare duty team, qualified, returned to post as a social worker in 2011. 
I was senior prac a couple of years later and I've been team manager, I believe, for the last six or seven years. So I've had a heck of a journey and I think some days I do my daughter credit and other days I wonder what I'm doing. <laughs> but I think we're all I think we're all a bit like that. So that was my journey in. That's an incredible journey, really, Heidi, and things I didn't know about kind of your journey there as well. So thanks for sharing. No worries. I'll go next, Lisa. So my journey, probably, I wanted to be a social worker all of, well, since I finished school. And the view was that I would always go into sort of child protection, safeguarding social work. But then I had a family and put that on the back burner and went into education instead and worked as a teaching assistant and worked with children with disabilities for the majority of the time, which I really enjoyed. But I always felt like I could do more, more to empower people. I noticed that children with disabilities didn't always have a voice. And that was something that I became really passionate about. So when I began my journey into social work, I only qualified last year. This was just the perfect team for me because it just built on the things, the knowledge that I developed and gave me the ability to build on that and support people. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Lisa. Again, another great journey. And Sarah? Yes, so I used to actually work in the adult learning disability team and this was when we were the life stage of service. So we all used to sit together in one room and the work with children, especially those with disabilities, really interested me. And that's when I started asking Heidi questions about the children with disabilities team. And then luckily a position became available that I was successful in obtaining. Um, so here I am and I've been in the job, um, I've been in the team now, children with disabilities team for around nine years. Brilliant. And, that, and again, another great kind of journey there as well. And we asked teams about their own personal journey so that we can outline those kind of amazing steps that our staff have taken to get to where they are currently. And for us, it's all about that kind of development, retention side of things, making sure that we can support people to get to where they are. Um, and we do that through our Darlington Academy. So um, for those that are listening to this podcast uh, that, that aren't currently working in this kind of field and are interested, the journey is kind of really diverse and you can go from team to team different place to place and get so many fantastic experiences and we'd really advocate that and we really want people to kind of to join us and be involved okay so a uh, question for lisa now what's good about working in your team and what's good about working in darlington working in the team i think we've got amazingly supportive colleagues some really experienced social workers in the team from a variety of backgrounds so there's always somebody that can provide that little bit of support or advice if you need it. We've obviously got a fantastic senior practitioner and manager who are really supportive. <laughs> Couldn't say anything else, could I? <laughs> <laughs> but it also, working in this team, gives you the opportunity to develop more specialist knowledge around disability, which you wouldn't have working in another team. Working at Darlington in general, it's a small local authority, which is really nice and it feels really personal. You get to know so many people from other teams, what they do, and they're always around to offer you advice and guidance. And it's really helpful because you know who you're referring to 
you know, to get the best support for a child that you're working with. We've got fantastic training opportunities. There's always different different things that come up. Yeah, you have the opportunity as well. I think you touched on this, Martin. I'm obviously a newly qualified social worker. So as part of that, I've had the opportunity to go and shadow and work with other teams to develop my own knowledge of what they do, which really helps you win your own role. Senior managers, service managers, they're all really supportive and fantastic as well. Just a really nice place. Yeah, it's a really nice place to work. Fantastic. It just sounds like the kind of the ideal local authority. So for those people that are listening to this that don't work for (laughs) Darlington yet, please do apply and get involved. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Thanks very much, Lisa. Um, And I guess last question um, is to Heidi, and it's how can people contact you and, and get involved? If people are wanting to contact us in relation to kind of a a discussion with myself or Sarah I would encourage people to to email us we're internal internal guys that work for the local authority will know who we are and they can email us but if it was around a referral or something more kind of formal all referrals to the team go through the children's front door team so you contact them on 01325 406 and you would select option four you'll get to speak to somebody there and they can advise you on you know who who's best to speak to as i say if it was an informal conversation you could contact me on 01325 406 141 for for an informal conversation about anything if it was thinking about a career in social work or a move to the children with disabilities team which would be you know fantastic for for lots of people as you've heard you know we've grown our own that was myself sarah came from another team because she was really interested in what was going on lisa came to us as newly qualified so we've supported her through that first you know year in in practice we have a very um stable team i would say most people in the team have been around for a long time you've heard how long myself and sarah we've got other members of the team that have been you know in post for seven years and and five years and the last couple of years so we're you know here we are come and come and speak to us um if you see us in the street stop us and and ask how we're doing and if there's anything we can help with we will fantastic and i can just echo that as well it's a very supportive team really stable team and um yeah there's there's i'm sure there'll be lots of opportunities to kind of link in and be involved whether it's on placement whether it's getting experiences or whether it's actually working in the team itself um so Part of this um, process that we're doing at the moment is around Meet the Teams. That was the Children with Disabilities team. And I'm sure you'll be able to log in for even more podcasts and meet other teams across children's services too. So I'll just say thanks very much to colleagues that have joined us today. And um, yeah, we'll catch you on the next podcast. Cheers all. You've been listening to the Darlington Extra podcast on our Darlington Extra podcast channel. For more great content, make sure you subscribe now.